When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. USA, USA, USA. That's right, USA. Advances in the World Cup. Got a big win over Iran. We'll talk about that in Group B uh, just a little bit later on in the show. We'll also talk about the Steelers beating the Colts on Monday Night Football. Cowboys actually have to play the Colts. So we'll get into that coming up a little bit later on. Jerry Jones has got something to say about Odell Beckham Jr. He was on 105 Through the Fan. We'll talk about his comments. It is a Texans Tuesday brought to you by good friends at Bud Light. So we'll talk about the Texans. Actually, big game for the Texans. Revenge game for the Texans. Deshaun Watson makes his first start, his debut of the season versus the Houston Texans. That's a lot of drama. We'll get into it in a Texans Tuesday next segment. We got your flex at 345. Oh, the transfer portal giveth and it also taketh away. We'll talk about the transfer portal updates from the 40 Acres. Also, Sark audio from yesterday's press conference. All of that and more. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 Acres and chase his dream and the cheese. Pimpin' ain't easy, but for him it's a breeze. He is Mike Hardball Hards. What's going on, brother? If NIL was in effect, your boy would have been... At the University of Texas, and I wouldn't have chased the cheese except to Austin. But let me talk about my boy that sits across from me every single day. He hails from H-Town with the get down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card-carrying member of DBU. Legendary Longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments, but he is a fan of you. The listeners. He is my man and yours, Rod Babels. Let's not waste any time introducing the real MVP. He's one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustle spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid, but we do know that he's underpaid. Patrick Davis, how you doing, brother? Doing good, man. That was a close one there. Uh, well, it's soccer. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, but it was, it was let's say, inches away. <laughs> yes. Inches away. From us having like, a totally different opening, like, my brother, like Rob Bates. We don't have any blowouts, I feel like, <laughs> in soccer. I don't know what the blowout is, no, number right. of soccer. What I mean is, while we were talking, <clears throat> setting up, there was a ball that was like 
a foot away from going in the goal. Okay. And it got saved. So, yeah. yeah. Real, real close. Yeah. Sorry, I need to watch. I was getting ready for my job. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was sitting there watching me. I'm like, yeah, the show's about to start. So I was like, what's happening? What's happening? The show that's about to start. But it's all good. USA, USA. Big win over Iran in the World Cup. So Iran is eliminated and USA advances. I like how that sounds. So we'll talk about the World Cup, talk about uh, USA a little bit uh, later on in the show. Uh, we got to get my man Glenn Davis on the show. We're do that coming up tomorrow uh, and later on the week. Get him on the show. Talk about uh, Team USA and who they got coming up. We'll also uh, review that match coming up in the 5 o'clock, but let's get to it uh, right now. You can be a part of the show because you're the most important part of the show. You're the heartbeat of this thing. 512-337-3776. That's the number to the Specs text line. You also can hit us up via Twitter. I'm going to ride Babers in the Twitterverse. My man Harge is at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse and the real MVP. My man Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. Last night, I don't know if you put your money where your mouth was, Harge, uh, but it was a that was an ugly Monday night football contest, or at least the uh, the head, at least the, the the headlines of it and the storylines from it were pretty ugly. Colts Steelers, both of those teams, um, you know, they don't have not hopes. having the best. They don't have hopes for the playoffs. There's no postseason hopes at all. So they were just kind of battling it out uh, for the uh, the bottom feeders of the NFL, if you will. But the Steelers found a way to win it, 24 to 17, first Pittsburgh road win of the season. Kenny Pickett. I mean, it was a modest performance, but not a terrible performance. Right. Um, this is a guy who's turned things around though, a little bit. I'm not saying the light is is going off for Kenny Pickett, but it's flickering. Well, he, I, I he think had he had nine turnovers in his first five games, yep, yep. but he's had uh, and he had zero in that game. But he's gone three straight games now without a turnover. I think the speed of the game has kind of slowed down for him. You mm. know, you know how it goes, Rod. You mm. you played there. You know, as soon as you get there, ooh, these guys are a little bit faster. These dudes cut mm-hmm. a little bit quicker. They're a little bit mature. They know how to use their body. So the speed of the game from where he was in what. Uh, what, what was that? The Big East that he was playing yeah. in. So gets to the NFL. You, you're not the starting quarterback at the very beginning of the year. So the speed of the game is a little bit different. Now you start getting the play calling that you need. Everything kind of slows down for you. He still aren't. At, he's still not at that elite level. No, no, no. no he probably won't yeah. be there. But what he did, he's do managing is come, the game. He's doing he's what he needs to, and he's he's taking what the defense is giving him. He ran the ball a little bit. By the way, that was one of my plays. Uh, he had to get over 21 yards. Did that. So I got that. But you start looking at how the game starts to slow down for him. And they're putting him in the right position. Uh, They looked good yesterday. But they were playing the Colts, which the Dallas Cowboys. I know we'll talk about that Mm -hmm. here uh, later on. But you start looking at this team and saying, okay, Mike Tomlin, we all know what he is. He's never been below 500. And he was 19-3 and coming off of uh, on Monday Night Football. So you probably should have known that. I didn't know that, so I went the other way <laughs> uh, with the with the two. But I did get my prop bets in, so yeah. I was good with that. Um, yeah, I mean the Steelers this year. Obviously, I mean they got no hopes for the playoffs. I think Mike Tom's still a hell of a coach, and we know the Steelers. They are just one of the most stable franchises in the NFL. So there are real no talks about. Mike Tomlin's job security, anything like that. Colts have already moved on, of course, from Frank Reich. And that kind of brings us to discussion about Jeff Saturday mm-hmm. and uh, his coaching decisions uh, late down the stretch. Even though it was an ugly game, U-G-L-Y, it was ugly. Yep. From a lot of perspectives, uh, it's still one-score game um, down mm-hmm. 24-17 with all of their timeouts on the Colts' final drive. You know, they got a chance to tie the game or even win the game, potentially. 
And I could not believe it, but the, man, Jeff Saturday, the inaction of Jeff Saturday down the stretch mm-hmm. was mind-blowing. So uh, basically the Colts were down 24-17, had all their timeouts. And coming off the two-minute warning, um, they converted that fourth and three. Right, remember that, that was a yep, big yep. four and three. Big four and three, kept it alive, kept your dreams alive. No timeout after that. Peculiar, very. All right, very, very strange. Ensuing play, Matt Ryan actually fumbles. All right, and it was a uh, ends up on a kind of a seven yard sack, but the coach re- recovered the fumble, but mm-hmm. it still they lost some ground there, but they still recovered the fumble. No timeout. Still no timeout. Mm, clock management, huh? Man, mm-hmm. fourteen yard scramble up the middle. Mm-hmm. By Matt Ryan with like 50, Dak Prescott with figure with fifty nine seconds left. So mm-hmm. you still got time. You got time left, um, and he was three yards shy, I believe, of the first down. But no timeout at all. Still no timeout. So with twenty five seconds left, when Ryan scrambled to when they handed off the third and three, which was to uh, Jonathan Taylor, which was right up the middle. It was stuffed. They they lost twenty five seconds. Yeah, and that's when he called his first timeout. Yep. Was of not the a, second half. Was not. You're talking about four. Op- he's got three. Yep. And I got one left over, and he's saving that one. No, no. He had multiple opportunities to call a timeout, save his team some time, and give them more hope so that they could potentially, on a game-winning or at least game-tying scoring drive, go down there and get some points on the board and I, I don't know why he froze up. He says, I'll give you his quote right here, just so I'll make sure that we're being fair to Jeff Saturday. Um, he said, quote, I just didn't think time was of the essence at the moment. <laughs> I thought we had a good play. I felt like we would get to it, obviously. We didn't do a great on the back half, but I felt good about the call before. I felt like we, we'd have time. Yeah, We would have had timeouts afterwards. We were in striking distance, so I never felt like the pressure of needing the timeout. Well, here's here, here's where I have two problems with this. That's crazy. Number one, don't forget, he played with Peyton Manning, the field general. He would have called a timeout. Wow. Jeff Saturday wouldn't have even had to think about that. He would have called a timeout. And number two, Matt Ryan has been in the NFL long enough to understand. You ask for forgiveness later. You call the timeout and you walk over there to speak to him and say, look, man, I've been in a Super Bowl with Tom Brady on the other side. I don't see Kenny Pickett as Tom Brady on the other side. We're going to put ourselves in position to win this game. I need to take it upon myself to call timeout. And to your point, I heard him say, man, if I had to do all over again, we were in a bad place. I probably should have called a timeout. What you mean you probably should have called timeout? (laughs) Everybody in the stadium was screaming timeout. How many times have you been watching a game at home, Rod, and you're sitting there going, why aren't we using a timeout? We got three of them. Why why aren't we using a timeout? We got two of them. Why aren't we using a timeout? That is something that not only do you as Mm. as, as a coach, head coach, you need to go through that in your preparations. If I'm not mistaken, I think all of them look at it and say, if we're in this, we need to do that. And that is the same thing with Matt Ryan. So both those two right. need blame in that because Matt Ryan is not a rookie quarterback. He's, a vet. he's been around for a long time, and he's trying to keep that position, mm-hmm. by the way. So you are in a position where you could go over there and call a timeout and ask for forgiveness later. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I, I, I 100% agree. 
I don't know why Matt Ryan didn't do it either. It was pretty obvious yes. to, to even the most novice football fan. Okay, this is t- you got to call a timeout here, right? Either to to kind of you know recalibrate and come up with make sure you got your best plays for that particular situation Correct. circumstance, but also because time is of the essence, right? Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get it. Yeah. So Jeff Saturday, one, that's that situation right there. Um, probably one of the most glaring examples of why he may be in over his head to be an NFL head coach. Right. Not saying he ain't got good football knowledge. We know that. Right. We all know that. Um, He's a center. Man, I don't. That's that's why you. And I wonder how many coaches on his staff at the time. You think anybody went up to him and said, "Hey, coach, I think you should call a timeout here." Anybody? Think I mean, anybody? That's that's you my think anybody point. Did? Everybody should have been running I know, but over you think Anybody no, felt like they no. had that kind of uh, pull? Obviously not. Because they ain't I mean, but doesn't that make it seem like they're not running two minute drills in practice? Like they don't expect to be in games in two minute drills, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Right about that. It seems Matt like Ryan if they should have done it. Well, yeah, and if they're running a two minute drill, they should be like, "Oh no, this is how we run it, and it takes two minutes, yep. not thirty five seconds, <laughs> right. which is what we're doing right, if we yeah. let the clock run." That's yeah. crazy, man. That's one. Of, that's you talk about one of the most fundamental, basic right. <laughs> kind of your your as responsibilities as a head coach, which is to manage, purely just manage the game. He's not yeah. calling plays, yep. so he is just managing the game in, yeah. from that standpoint, right? Which means. Top, the clock management is, is like top three of that, those that's his most priorities important. when you're yes. you know that you have that responsibility and he just lost track of it. I and guess. when you get uh, the ball, crazy. when you get the ball back, you know that's crazy. You hey guys, this is what we got. Mm. Okay, so if we get to this, we need to do this. We need to, everybody standing on the sideline. The offense is with you. That was wild on the sideline. That's one of the one of my pet peeves as a as a mm. coach is when we walk out there. We don't, number one, have that many, right? We, number one, don't have that many timeouts. So you're you're already managing that. But it takes us – we have to call a timeout most of the time because y'all are all standing on the sideline, then you come back and you're like, uh-oh, we're not ready. How is that possible? Yeah. No, it is. I've seen it way too many times that it just drives me nuts because it's not like you got people playing both ways where you got to wait for them to come back over there. You got to have your game plan together, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I can't believe that happened to Jeff Saturday. I I thought something would expose his inexperience as a head coach. I didn't think it'd be something as simple as to two minute drill. Right. That's that's it. Well, it's he's not, a center. He's, he's a, a center. center. So centers no right. hey, man. I gotta rush up, get the ball. Right. Clock management. And it there. wasn't it wasn't one play because if you go, hey man, he took the sack, and you just in your head were freaking out about what to do, so you didn't call the timeout. If it's <laughs> that, then you go, yeah, that's inexperience. But we get like, hey, you just missed it on one play. You missed it on like three or four straight plays. You, you, know, you missed yes. multiple opportunities. Yes. Like it kept happening where you just think maybe in his head he was like, when's Peyton calling this timeout? <laughs> oh, Peyton's not here. <laughs> it ain't no Peyton Manning to do it. No, that's a, I don't know. I, I, yeah, that that's um, that's unfortunate for Jeff Saturday. He should have. I thought your assistant head coach. That's what. That's what I thought the assistant head coaches are for. Right. Like almost when you maybe you can't see the forest for the trees. You thinking about way too much. Like coach, 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 coach. Call timeout. You, call, you got three of them. You can, uh, uh, we, can, we can waste one now right. just to stop the clock and then figure out there. where we are yes. situationally and where we need to go. That's why I'm mad at Matt Ryan. Because right. you've been you're, there, you're, bro. In, you're a former MVP. You're an MVP. Yeah. Ask for forgiveness later. Yeah, be like, hey, coach, now we get, we've seen Russell Wilson screw yes. this up this year. We're like, Russell. Who cares about Nathaniel exactly. Hackett? It's your first year, coach. You need you've to be been controlling in these situations. the game. Yeah. yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm you. That's unfortunate. I don't know what happened there, uh, but yeah, it looked, made Indy look Loss. even worse <laughs> yeah. than they've already looked as a franchise. And Jeff Saturday, um, I don't think he'll he'll just be able to 
you know, coach and steer the ship for the end of this year. I don't think there's any way at all Jeff Saturday ends up coming back or they take a chance on him as head coach in the future. They no, should not. No well, way. And what's weird is no I, I wonder how much this hurts because we know like Frank Reich <laughs> lost the locker room. Clearly at some point something had happened where because this Colts team is still somewhat playing better than they were under Frank Reich because they were awful under Frank Reich. They were awful. Yes. And so you go, well, they lost the locker room. I think Jeff Saturday got it back. But when you have something like this, how much the team go – all right, well, now we suck again. Like, <laughs> right. I thought we were trusting this man as a leader, and he's sitting on the sideline costing us a game, costing us a chance. And you know guys on the sideline saying, why isn't he calling timeout? I bet if there's NFL films footage, I guarantee oh, that guys yeah. on the bench saying, he should call timeout. Right. Hey, we run. Why are we calling timeout? Hey, hey, Cox still running? Yeah, Cox exactly. running? Cox yes. running? <laughs> I guarantee you there's footage out there. They won't put it out there, but I guarantee they got the film and audio of guys saying that. So, uh, yeah, unfortunate, but that's why the uh, the Colts lose 24 17 uh, to the Steelers. And the Steelers, I always say this about the Steelers, they get a nice little random compliment of skill guys. Yes. Deion, I, I like George yes. Pickens. George Pickens. Is Ooh. nice. He didn't have much. He didn't have much production in that game. But that thirty-five yarder yes. was, was a that nice one catch. on the sideline. Oh. And he had a big time catch earlier this year too. Remember, he yeah. caught that ball behind his head. Yeah, he's a freak, man. Yeah, they got one yeah. of him. But you know what, the Steelers. I always tell people, and I, you know, that if I was a GM in the NFL, I'd approach the wide receiver position like the Steelers do. Yeah, they just keep drafting them in middle rounds. They never draft them too late, right? And they never draft them too early, right? They draft them right there in the middle, second. To fourth round, they find them. They still is going to draft the wide receiver. I guarantee. You. I yeah. tell every year from second to the fourth round, yep. they're going to draft one, and that's why they always end up with pretty good ones. I love it. They always end up with pretty good ones, and that's why they're, they're not going to overpay for wide receiver. They never, never. Do. They never overpay for guys. They they'll let you walk. They'll let you walk. They'll let you. They walk. let all of them walk. Yep. They let Antonio Brown walk. Yep. They'll let. They'll let all. What's the Super Bowl MVP? San Antonio. Um, San Antonio Holmes. Ah, uh, get out of here, gun. We yeah. good. Like they'll let any receiver walk because they keep drafting them. They're right. like, no, nah, we got another guy. Deontay Johnson is a pretty good one. He's too. a good one too. They that's that's their mentality. But they gonna let him go too. They gonna exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they drafted another one out the right. Hell, the, the Cowboys got one. James Washington. They yep. got him like the second or third exactly. round. Exactly. Uh, you know, we we'll let him go. We'll, yeah. we'll find another. Keep one. it moving. Dog. I love that because I think the wide receivers the deepest position in football at any level, and I love that they. You've just, been saying that for all yeah, year. They yeah. Just, they just keep. Hey man, just keep bringing them in. We'll just yeah. keep drafting them. Um, but they got Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, um, uh, Anthony McFarlane, yep, Benny Snell, Jalen. Well, Warren. these were guys that McFarlane they just literally pulled up yesterday That's before true. the game. Yeah, they brought him up literally right Benny's, before. We're you know that rule that you were talking about how the practice, the practice squad, squad. Yeah, you're active. Oh, okay, cool. I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, oh, all right. Yeah. Now I'm going to get some run and make some plays. And I, I'm a big fan. I've been a big fan of Benny Snell. That was his first carry of the year. That's crazy, actually. He had literally been hurt the yeah. entire year. That was the first game that he came back, and he was their leading rusher. Yeah, that's for carries. Yeah, for carries. Crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that actually, I couldn't believe that. That's pretty wild. Okay, let, also, I'll, I'll throw this out there, too, um, since we're talking about uh, this matchup with the Steelers and the Colts. Um, the, the Colts have not really. Who do you think is going to be the next head coach of the Colts? Right. That's kind of what I. Who do you Because Sean Payton didn't list them at all. The right. problem is they they're not as attractive because nobody knows who the quarterback is going to be. Correct. I guess you get to pick your quarterback though. Whoever the next head coach is going to be. But you how do you? How do, I mean, well, because they'll you have mean a higher draft, draft, draft. Okay. Yeah, okay. Because they'll have a higher draft pick. I don't know what their draft. But, I mean, do you? Now. Because we've no. seen Jim Irsay kind of meddling in a lot of stuff that's lately a great too. Point. That's fair. So you may want to that's sit fair. back and go, "Hey, man, that's that's, a, that's Jim Irsay's team, and he he's picking the quarterback because yeah. he picked three for 
He like he wanted Sam Ellinger. He signed Nick Foles. He kept he made Sam Ellinger stay on the roster when he yeah. might have gotten cut. That's fair, man. You don't want someone got looking over your shoulder while you're trying to make decisions. Well, so maybe you, that's why they're not an attractive job. Yeah. I mean, when you oh, yeah. anybody who has an owner that hands on, coaches may step back. Yeah. Especially when you're like, man, look at they were already mad because it's like, man, we had Carson Wentz, we were doing okay. He loses one big game for us, and you're like, you're done. All right, we're going to go out and we're going to trade for Matt Ryan. All right, well, Matt Ryan's not working. We're getting rid of you now. Yeah, and now they probably, looking back in retrospect, probably should have kept Carson Wentz and gave yeah, him another, give another, him another shot. chance. But maybe, yeah. I think he lost the locker room, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. Which, which well, I don't know if he ever him. had the locker room. Yeah, that's also fair. <laughs> Commander Wentz. Yeah, yeah, Commander yeah. Wentz. Who, who, he cannot. Commander Wentz can't catch a break. No, he can't. Every time whoa, whoa, Commander whoa, whoa. Wentz gets a starting job, it's always another guy behind him, another alpha male right behind him yep. who's more alpha than he is. Yep, yep. It was Jalen Hurts with the Eagles. Hell, I'm talking about Nick Foles. Nick Foles first. It was Nick Foles first. It was yep. Big Blank Nick. Yes. All right? That'll make anybody insecure. It was Big <laughs> Blank Nick out there. <laughs> Super Bowl hey, MVP. Hey. Right? Hey. You walk in the shower, you're like, man, hey. I'm the starting quarterback around here. Oh, man. I am. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, and then, I'm the punter. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jalen Hurts yep. comes in, who's a natural leader. He born, just has it in born. his DNA. Yep. And he, he goes, you know, he obviously goes to the, the, the Colts. Colts. He hung out there and didn't work out. Uh, but then, you know. He now, lost the locker room when he lost to the, to Jags. the Jaguars. It was the Jags. He yeah. lost Because they had a chance to make the win. playoffs. That's right. They, had, they wanted to make the playoffs and he didn't. So that's he really didn't have anybody behind him there. I guess that threatened him really. Right. But in Washington, same thing. Taylor yeah. Heineke got yep. juice. And I, Taylor Heineke, one locker room he didn't. Yep. It's just weird. I will say he caught a break when his backup outplayed him and they gave him a, a four-year, $100 million extension. Yeah. He caught that break. That $100 million extension, always a nice yeah. break to catch. Yeah. Uh, you're right about that. No, I, I'm, not, I'm not mad at it. I'm not saying that the man's not blessed, but I'm just saying yeah. one of the – one of the downfalls of his career has been he just when he wins the locker room, it's always a contested election. It is. It is. <laughs> he never had, he's never Stop just the vote. <laughs> Stop the vote. That's what he's saying right now. Every time Stop he wins, the vote. Yeah, he just you know, it just never happens like that. All right. Yep. Uh we'll we'll talk more of the NFL. As a matter of fact, coming up in the top of the five, we'll get some cowboys because the Cowboys next opponent are the Colts. Yep. They're gonna bludgeon the Colts. Mm. They're gonna beat them bad. Well, we hope so. Don't play down to your competition. That's one of the things, too. You have to put your foot on the accelerator because this is, this is go time. This is the time where the Cowboys start to let people know because you just looked at, you just watched the Philadelphia Eagles and what they did this past weekend. And that is what you are chasing. That is who you are chasing. No let up, no let up at all. So they can't go out there and underestimate their opponent because it's a short week for them. It's a short week for the Colts, that is. And they're going to be playing, and they, but that's a Sunday night game. That's what I think. Nation. It's, uh, I think it's a short, Show out. short week for them, longer week for the Cowboys. they got more time to prepare for a team that is ill-equipped and ill-prepared. They're going to call a, a lot of timeouts during the next game. Coach, <laughs> a rookie head coach yep. with a quarterback position that's playing at a subpar level. I just think the Cowboys— I think they should be flexed. Uh, I think the Cowboys should be out. flexed out. Yeah. And, yeah, you love the Cowboys. They I, I do. Be. That's my team, and I'll be able to watch this it. Week. Yeah, good games this week. Very good games. I think you got the – is it Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs and Bengals? And, I think it's Chiefs and Bengals, and then Chiefs the Titans Bengals? have a big game. I think isn't, this, uh, isn't this Dolphins 49ers? In a Dolphins 49ers oh, game. That's the game, man. That's the yeah. game, man. Yeah. You're right about that. Ooh, yeah. i got to make sure I go somewhere to watch that game. Is that game – we want access to that? Is that That's not even a prime time? That's not a national? You know that's going to be a national game. You know it will be. They got to make that national. 
That's sexy. Yeah. Oof. That is. All eyes. But the Dolphins have two receivers that are top six or seven, I think, in receiving. Titans, Eagles also at 12 noon. That's pretty good. That's a real good game. Yeah, they yeah got like, Dolphins and 49ers. I think that might be yeah, the, because the, three the game games. of the week. Is that the Fox. national game? It's on yeah, Fox. I mean, right. Seahawks, Rams are at three. No. And uh, Chargers, Raiders are at three. Yep. So, oh, so, but, but so that's not, Fox. But so that's they have Fox. to put it on. Like that's the other, that, those other two games are garbage. Yeah, you got to. They definitely flexing that. They so got they got it. Fox. Fox will probably be the 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 Dolphins and the 49ers. Oh no, Chiefs Bengals is and the Chiefs CBS, Bengals yeah. will be on CBS. Yeah, yeah, I know that's a that's one they want because yeah. the quarterbacks. Oh, for sure. I mean, you got yeah, that you got is, Burrow, Burrow, that Holmes, is sexy. And then you got the yeah. rematch of the playoff game from a couple years ago. So yeah, that definitely yeah. there. Uh, all right, USA, USA, that's USA. Right. Uh, USA advances in the World Cup over Iran. Uh, that was a one nil victory. Um, they're going to face, I believe, the Netherlands. I believe that's yes. yeah. That's who they play Saturday yeah. morning, eight a.m. Central Time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they advance, and they, or we'll and we'll bring on our man Glenn Davis. Yes, no to doubt. Help us break it down. We'll do that either tomorrow or later on the week when he's got some time. He's obviously really busy during the World Cup time, but he is our soccer aficionado and expert uh, because of soccer matters, which you heard yesterday. That's right. Uh, right before Instant Serious, right here on 104.9 on the Horn. So we'll get that done tomorrow and and preview the next matchup. But later on, we'll talk about uh, Team USA's big win over. Iran in the World Cup coming up uh, in the 5 o'clock. Also, we'll get back to Cowboys discussion at 5 o'clock. Um, get to Jerry Jones's comments about Odell Beckham Jr. Come on, uh, with it. I, if, if Jerry Jones is on board, then I don't know who's going to dispute it. Right. So if Jerry Jones wants Odell Beckham Jr., it's only based on some other team that might outbid the Cowboys or maybe a more attractive lo- uh, destination, if you will, for Odell Beckham Jr. But right now, Cowboys are definitely one of the front runners uh, to uh, attract and to sign Odell Beckham Jr. out of free agency. So we'll get to that uh, conversation coming up in the top of the 5 o'clock. All right, let's get to our check since Tuesday because – Big week for the Texans. Ooh. Nobody really cares about the Texans until uh, but now. Me, but Deshaun Watson, this is this is a really big week actually it in the is. NFL. Yeah, really big. Nobody cares about this game, but this is actually a really compelling headline that Deshaun Watson making his debut. It's already been stated he's going to start. There yeah, ain't there no, no Jacoby if, yeah. no, no. He's starting this game versus the Texans just as the NFL wanted. That's why they made a suspension. They almost lined it up perfectly. Where he <laughs> beat all the suspension when he faces the Texans, and you know the Texans would like some revenge. Texans fans would like some revenge. And you believe that they're only a seven-point dog in this game? That's because they know revenge is yeah, powerful, baby. Exactly. All right. Hey, that's, that's Tupac said. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is <laughs> the like sweetest joy next to getting. Okay, we about to do that up yourself. No, yeah, figure Show it out, guys. Right. All right. We'll come back. Clarence Carter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into the Texas Tuesday brought to you by Bud Light on this side. Right here on Bald Online, wonderful night in the horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to 
the Barbell Live right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a top of the charts Tuesday. We play jams that reach the top of the Billboard charts on this day in history. And uh, I like that. I mean, Patrick always keeps it very eclectic. I learned something new uh, on turn uh, on top of the charts Tuesday. Uh, so I appreciate his efforts. You can always be a part of the show. Please do hit us up. Specs text line is the best way to do it. 512-337-3776. You also can hit us up via Twitter. I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. I'm at Hard at Hardball Hards in the Twitterverse. And Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. Texans Tuesday brought to you by good friends at Bud Light. Um, and of course, you know, Bud Light, the official or unofficial uh, beer sponsor uh, for uh, for Rod B's activities. But the official domestic beer sponsor of the University of Texas. Texas, Texas, Lifetime Longhorns like myself uh, and the Red River Showdown. All right, let's talk about the Houston Texans because their big matchup this weekend with the Cleveland Browns. They will have to face their old quarterback, Deshaun Watson. He is uh, done with his suspension. Uh, he's been practicing with the team, actually, already. Uh, Three but, weeks now. Yeah, so he yeah. already has been practicing with the team. So no surprise that the Browns did announce that he's going to start versus the Houston Texans. It's been nearly 700 days since this dude played 700. in an NFL regular season game. We saw a little bit of him in the preseason. Um, but he looked really rusty. And you can't help mm-hmm. but be rusty, Harge, if you haven't played football in that long, especially at the quarterback position. is one of those positions in sports where you cannot really replicate any of your real game time scenarios and situations. You can try to practice mm-hmm. certain aspects of it, but you can't replicate somebody actually trying to do you harm in an NFL game, which those guys are trying to do when they're rushing you. In, the, in, in yeah. practice, everybody knows you don't touch the quarterback. Quarterback knows it too. Special jersey. The, Special yeah, jersey. You're a quarterback, so you yeah. already know it. And whether you try to you know, force that out of your mind or uh, kind of disassociate, everybody understands you don't touch the quarterback, so you're safe in practice. So basically he's been safe as an NFL quarterback for a while. Um, we'll see how he performs when he's in harm's way when he plays yep. Houston Texans. Well, yeah, and then news came out today <laughs> that Tony Busby, uh, the lawyer of 10 of Deshaun Watson's accusers, they plan to attend the game on Sunday in H-Town. Now, my question not to— i surprised by that. Yeah, I'm not at all. But when you sit there, you got to understand, unless they have— uh, Field passes, he won't ever see them. No. He won't ever notice them. He won't even know that they're there. I mean, I think the headlines is just because of that. They wanted to talk about it, let people know that they're going to be there. But to your point, as he's been sitting on the sideline, working out on the backfields, because remember when he was with the Houston Texans, he didn't even participate with the team Mm -mm. in the practices. He was having his own practices, almost like Jimmy G. He was. Because he wasn't supposed to be there in either. No. He was trying to get out of Houston, and they were trying to get him out of there as well. But for me, you said it. You haven't played in almost two years, man. 700 days will be to the number when you take the field on Sunday. I don't expect a lot from him. I expect to see the run game heavily mm-hmm. used in that. But to your point of what you said about the uh, Houston Texans, revenge. It's a powerful it's thing. It's a powerful mindset. Yeah. Seven points is the difference in there. And that, yes, we can all say, well, that's an NFL game. That's a huge number. But you know as well as I do, that ain't really a huge number when you're looking at an NFL game with all these guys that are getting paid to play, too. 
Mm-hmm. No, and the Texans have been able to get good defense. Get, get, get teams to the fourth quarter, yes. right? Yes. Within a one score, make it competitive. Usually, they'll pull away from the Texans because the Texans don't have any depth, and the front office is trying to lose games. The big concern in this game is the uh, the rush defense of mm-hmm. the Texans. Uh, the the Browns can run the football. It's probably the, and now, of course, even with Deshaun Watson adds another running element, just like Jacoby Brissett. Uh, so he's a better dual threat quarterback, and the Texans are the worst rushing defense in the league. Yeah. Period. Period. Yeah, there's yeah, no ifs, no, or buts yeah, about it. Statistically, I mean, yeah. that's the worst rush defense in the league. So guys like Nick Chubb uh, can have their way with the Texans. That's the big concern for the Texans. Uh, but also, I mean, you know, Deshaun Watson, of course, he's motivated too. Yeah. Uh, there's another motive. That's the revenge, revenge. The revenge yeah. factor is yep. on both sides. Yep. Texas want revenge because they want to show their old quarterback, Deshaun Watson, uh, that they're in a better place, which we all know they're not. Uh, they're uh, one-win team, but Deshaun Watson wants to show them that he moved on to greener pastures and that uh, you know what they're missing, yeah, essentially. No. They're missing the franchise quarterback that he used to be for them. That's so I, I don't know. Because that's why they're in this predicament now yeah. where they don't have – any leadership, don't have they the, don't have no. the playmakers. You don't they have don't have overall all pick, stuff. Yeah, yeah. they're still playing pick. hard for that. They got still the number one overall pick man. now. But the good news is, is because you get some of Cleveland's picks for this trade. If you can beat them, you make their pick worse, yep. and you still a number one pick because everyone's got at least three wins now. And you knock them down a pick. So you you have a reason in Texas to win this game you do. because you actually own their picks. Yep. Man, that's so crazy yeah. when you no, think about how it all breaks down. And, and what's point. funny is I, I, I think for a lot of these players on the Texans, this isn't really a revenge game because most of these guys are new. Yeah. Like yeah. there's not a ton of players that are still on it's this team from three game. years yeah. ago. But for Deshaun Watson, it definitely is a thing where he wants to come back and prove that he's worth those picks and prove that the Texans should have taken better care of him and prove all the things that he's trying to prove. So – I, for him, I think he's going to come out, and you may even see him a couple of times. But can we check down? Like, can we can we audible in the pass play? I know yeah. you want to run. I know you want to run. Can yeah. we audible? I just want to throw the ball a couple times. No, oh, no, we, no, you're I, not allowed. No, no, <laughs> I, I actually disagree. I think the Browns they they want him to get his revenge. Yeah. yeah. I think the Browns. I think they're going to go. I think the play calling is actually going to be in uh, in the philosophy or at least the mentality of revenge for Deshaun Watson. They want him to hit some big plays because the best PR campaign for Deshaun Watson is balling. Yep. Yeah, just go out the there and ball P, out. The best yep. PR campaign for to make to make all of the the negative narrative and the negative headlines disappear, and for everybody to forget about the protests and forget about. Uh, I'm not saying I agree with this, by the way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> forget yeah. about those uh, those women who uh, were victimized or allegedly victimized uh, would be for him just to start balling out of control, and everybody that 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 narrative it just takes a back seat to man Deshaun Watson. Man, he's better than we thought. He's worth all those picks. They got a franchise quarterback at the yeah. Browns now. Mm-hmm. That's what they got. It. I think that's what they're trying to go out there and present. And if you don't like what people are saying, change the narrative, right? right? If you don't like what people are saying, change the conversation. I think they're going to be trying to change the conversation in this game. No doubt. I can see it. I yeah. can see it. Yeah. I, I, don't know, know I don't know if Deshaun Watson's back enough to do that. Exactly. But I, don't know. I don't know. But I think they want him to be. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. He throws two picks in this game. All of a sudden, that conversation's really different. Well, yeah, that yeah. just run the ball. Yeah. You do what, exactly. Sark, you do what go- Sark did in the Baylor game. He <laughs> exactly. said, you know what? We're just going to run the damn ball. We're going to put some Bijan on or put some Damian Pierce on it, whatever right. it is. So yeah. back to your point, it said that uh, he's been. This is from Kevin Stefanski. He said he's been doing a nice job getting the defense ready with the scout team reps that he has gotten. I think he's done a nice job with his time away physically, staying sharp and mentally sharp, and staying sharp and mentally staying sharp. So I think he'll be ready 
to roll. Don't forget, in case everyone forgot, when he came to the Cleveland Browns, he signed a massive five-year, fully guaranteed $230 million mm-hmm. contract. And the last game he played was uh, January 3rd, 2020. Wow. Wow. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And think about how rusty a coin, you know, he's not oh, a coin yes. viewers, but it just trust me as a guy who got injured in multiple seasons in the NFL, and it is it is debilitating yes. to someone trying to cultivate their skill set year to year. You just have so much regression. For and sure. I know he's working out on his own, doing something on his own. But you the speed of the game yeah, is not that, man. you can't replicate game time no. reps at all. So he, there's going to be some rust there, and we'll see the Texans can take advantage of that rust. They put some pressure on him. Forced him into making some mistakes. He looked rusty in the preseason. Well, not only that, think yeah. about the rust that he may have, too, from running, getting, getting out of the pocket. You, you're not used to that speed because no that was what he used. He used his legs. Mm-hmm. He was avoiding a lot of it. Yeah. So you try to come out there and run, man, you might pop something trying to get away from there because your practice speed, to your point, Rod, as being a quarterback, not being able to get hit, not being able to be touched, now you're going to try to go out there and get away from guys that are trying to rip your head off? Come on now. That's that's an explosion. I mean, yeah. you got to try to get out of there. <laughs> no, I can't wait to watch well, this. Man, the NFL's got some great, oh, it's compelling. about time. Yeah, right? just some really yeah, dramatic headlines yeah. coming up in these games this weekend. Um, and as a Texas fan, I don't think there's any more dramatic headline than Deshaun Watson making his debut for the season in two years. Yes. Last time Deshaun Watson played football in the NFL, he was considered a top-five quarterback. Yeah, for sure. No doubt about it. There was no doubt about there, it. There, that's why he got 230 million reasons. Guar- exactly. exactly. <laughs> fully guaranteed fully contract. Fully guaranteed so money, fully gu- Matter of fact, the NFL Players Association yes. now, I believe they filed a grievance with the NFL because they believe the NFL, at least the grievance is about collusion, a possible collusion yeah. by NFL owners because usually we've seen, right, there be precedent set in the NFL as it relates to quarterback contracts. Yep. This guy signs a fully guaranteed deal or this guy signs one deal usually based the current deal or the present deal based on the pre most previous deal correct or whatever the prior deal was for quarterbacks or top-notch quarterbacks in this case the nfl decided the sean watson deal did not exist exactly it didn't it's happen like we did, nothing to see here nothing to see here nothing and, to see and here. colin murray is probably more to blame than anybody because he signed i believe the next big quarterback deal after the watson deal yeah and he did not get a fully guaranteed deal and now lamar jackson i believe wants that fully guaranteed deal he wants to, now now lamar jackson wants to act like the colin murray contract never exactly. happened and he wants to base his contract status on the precedent set by watson not murray but the NFL, they want to act like the Watson deal never happened. Right. And let's just move on with this Murray deal, and that's where you start. So it is fascinating behind the scenes yeah. what's going to happen here. Yeah, and, and you know as well as I do, when when you we said it at the time, mm-hmm. we're like, if you don't get a, an agent like that, you're missing the boat. But the NFL is like, hmm. What? I don't. What? What? But um, he, yeah, yeah. What? No, <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying right now. I don't. I'm not looking at that right mm-hmm. now. And so they're trying to change the narrative, as is everybody in the NFL. They're trying to figure out, okay, why is my quarterback not getting the money fully guaranteed, like you've given everybody else? No, nah, that's not how that works. This is where we are now. So don't act like y'all don't see what Deshaun Watson, who has spent a lot of time in trouble lately, yeah. but now you're not going to pay a guy that has been doing everything right by the NFL standards, so to speak, 
and now you're trying it's to true. figure out a way yeah. not to yeah, pay you gave me? it to that guy? Yeah. And, give it to this and you won't give it to this guy who <laughs> yeah. seems to be the face? Yeah. yeah. No. And, and, you know, MVP already? Yeah. And then you got teams like Cincinnati. Who's sitting outside like, do not pay that man. Exactly. Do not pay that man. Exactly. Do not. Yeah, you're like a Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's smoking another cigar. He's going to be smoking a lot of cigars. He's going to tweet out a give him. He'll smoke that cigar right exactly. after Lamar Jackson gets that guaranteed deal. I don't know who's going to win here, guys. I don't know if the NFL is going to win or if the Players Association is going to win. Because at one point, yeah, it seems it seems to me that it's kind of the natural progression that at one point there's going to be quarterbacks getting guaranteed. Not everybody, not, not all the positions, but for quarterback? Guaranteed contract because that's who you're trying to protect from the very beginning. That's the most that's valuable the face member of, the, of team. the football team. Yeah, so that's I, it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Lamar. Maybe you know what Joe Burrow might get it, but maybe not Lamar Jackson. Which Just because is, the style of play, which also is going to be a hot topic. It's like, oh, so you don't want to give it to this guy because you know he he plays the quarterback position a different way, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah, but he's still playing quarterback. I agree. It's yeah. fascinating. It is. Yeah. It is I, and, and that could come too in the when they do another CBA if they build you in to wait. protections to the the quarterback position that put them in a different salary cap space. And all of those things they might have to end up doing for the quarterback position. But if they do that, the way the owners will get back is like, yeah, when we draft the quarterback, we have him for like seven years. Yeah, you're right. They're gonna want, they're gonna want that baseball ownership type yep. status. Yep. We, <laughs> we want that. But when we rights. draft the quarterback, yeah. we have retained rights for a lot longer because we'll pay them if they're good for us for seven. But we're not paying them at three years and four years. And, and you know what? That's what right. That was Dak's thing. Dak yep. wanted a shorter contract. He wanted to go back to the because market he wanted when he was younger. The market again. And the Cowboys wanted a longer deal because yep. they want to retain. So you're definitely right. But that's and exactly then Kyler, what two years before us, he's yep. wanted one. Yeah. He wants yeah. an extension, jumps the line. And I, th- I think they should. I think they should separate quarterback from the salary cap. I think they should make it like head coaches where you can pay them whatever you want to. It's based on the, the franchise, which some cheap franchises would hate because they don't have liquid money. Don't have, like, if you got yeah, liquid capital, then you're like, if you're the Walmart guy, you're like, oh, yeah, I would love this idea. If you're Jeff Bezos, you're like, great idea. But if you're not one of those owners, you're like, no, no, no. Like no, the no. Raiders. Like the Raiders, Raiders can't do it. Exactly. Like the Bengals. The Bengals. Yes, yeah. exactly. So that would also yeah. be something tough. But no. anyway, all right, uh, interesting conversation. We'll get back to it. Let's uh, get to the flex on the other side. Uh, then we got transfer portal updates Ooh. coming to the top of the 4 o'clock. The transfer for a portal give it and it take it away and uh, this is the case for everybody speaking of compelling conversations we'll get to that one at the top of the 4 o'clock so stick around for it also we'll hear from Steve Sarkeesian from his Monday press conference all of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie Radio right 104 Now the Horn. Top of the charts Tuesday. My man, Patrick, once again, he's killing it, as always, playing the jams. It's one of my favorite Beatles songs right here. It's a solid song. Huh? It's a solid it is. song. It is. When we talked about perfect songs. It's, it's up there, yeah. It's, yeah, that's it's, right it's, This is probably close to being a perfect song. Like, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else you could do to it to make it a better song. Right. But it is, it's up there. Uh, one of my favorite jams. Patrick doing a great job on Top of the Charts Tuesday. We play jams that reach the top of the Billboard charts on this day in history. Uh, also, you can hit us up on the Specs text line, 512-337-3776. We will hit the transfer portal stories <laughs> in yes, depth trust. next segment. All right? We're going a deep, deep, deep down. 
down the rabbit hole of the transfer portal. Next segment, we'll talk about all the players who have uh, at least been reportedly uh, that are going to enter the transfer portal when it opens from Texas and even some of the prospects Texas may be looking at uh, in the transfer yep. portal from other places. All right, let's talk about our flex uh, real quick. And gotta go, go to flxatx.com. <clears throat> go to flxatx.com, uh, but also go to flxatx on all of your social media platforms. Okay, so basically this is what's going on. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to take you behind the curtain here. The Flex team, all right, we're all Flex team, which guys been working really hard on. The Flex crew been working really hard. Remember we asked you to give your input for the all-flex team when asking asking about that later in the season and hoping that you guys could send us videos, send us stats, because we just want to make sure that we recognize as many uh, young student-athletes as possible. And for those who are performing at a really high level, those were going to be the ones we recognize on our all-flex team. Uh, and we were going to start revealing that yesterday. Well... Uh, the uh, the management here uh, and uh, those in charge of the the flex have decided that we want to make sure we're doing our due diligence. <clears throat> yes, um, and that we believe there possibly are some young student athletes out there that we did not uh, research hard enough and that we did not uh, go in depth enough on and that we want to go back to the drawing board. So our all flex team, which was going to be revealed this week, um, we're going to table that. Right. right, that's going to be on for. We're, we'll give you a timetable on. I don't want to start revealing uh, dates right now. Yep. But essentially, what's happening is we want to make sure we're as thorough as possible. Uh, not that we're, the guys weren't working hard; they're working really hard. But the all uh, flex team, um, you know, that encompasses a large area here in Central Texas. There are a lot of great student athletes out there, and we just want to make sure. And a lot of this is based on, you know. Uh, you guys sending us emails, 100%. you guys sending us uh, information, sending us videos, which we appreciate, and we want to make sure that we go through as much of that data as possible when we are uh, revealing and we are making our all-flex team. So it really is more about us making sure that no stone is uncovered, making sure that we uh, go through as much of the information and data as possible, and they're reaching out to as many sources as possible about who are the best football players in Central Texas. We know that you guys are passionate about it. We're passionate about it. We care about it. That's why we're going back to the drawing board to do our due diligence. And I will say this, right, and, and for, for, for a lot of people that <laughs> – you know, always are going to have some discrepancies. We we understand that. There was times when we played that we could sit there and say, well, I was better than that guy or this was better. Here's the deal. Make sure you send the videos in because what we have to go by is some of the things that we've had access to yep. because we're, we're, we try to be at every game, but you know how hard it is for us to go. You can sit there and you're at all these games or you're watching your school play. Send the videos in if you feel like there is somebody that you feel has been slighted in any kind of way. We all understand. We, we're, no one's ever going to be perfect in this situation. But what we want to do is make sure that you understand the more that you give us to review, there is a way for us to be able to break it all down. Yeah. So it's not always, I know this kid from this school his parents are cool. No, it's not about that. It's about <laughs> make sure that you get the information to us and we can all review it. It's not a one-man team. It's a group effort. So make sure that you continue to help with the group. We want to do great things for high school students. I'm going to have a high school kid. I did have Coach a high Harge. school kid. Coach I did have Coach a high, coaching kids. I've been coaching for kids like for years. years or so. yeah. Some <laughs> of those kids have been on this flex watch list and all. 
But I want to make sure, too, because it's not just going to be football as we move forward. We've already done volleyball. We're looking at basketball, and we're also looking at soccer. There's so many. And, of course, we will have baseball. So make sure that you get all the information to us so we can make sure we do our due diligence as well. Yeah. Um, so that's all it's about. So yeah, no doubt, uh, we apologize for the miscommunication, but we want to make sure that uh, we did as much uh, due diligence with this topic as possible because we know you guys are passionate about it. We're passionate about We're it passionate too. About um, it too. We got some a great team with the Flex crew. They've been working really hard. Everybody knows Snoop Snoop has been dedicated to this for a long time. Uh, but he's got some great uh, guys working with him: Zach Lucero, man, Derek Cohen uh, with that group now. Nolan uh, Nolan the Seed, uh, the seed. working over there with him. So uh, we just want to make sure uh, that we're uh, uh, making sure we respect uh, all these student athletes. So we know a lot of you out there been reaching out, but please, if you have information, you got stats, you got video on really good players, send it to us. Go to flxatx.com, uh, go to the contact page there, and then there is a place where you can not only send video, but you can also uh, send notes to us uh, and let us know exactly no doubt. who you think should be on our All Flex team. We'll give you a, a, a timeline coming up probably later on this week or next week on our All Flex team, but just so you know. We're making sure uh, we go back to the drawing board a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. To take care, take care of business. All right. So make sure that uh, the all flex crew and the all flex uh, region here uh, that they are all taken care of. And we know there's a lot of good players here, and we're going to make sure that we give them as much acknowledgement as possible. All right, we we'll come back. We'll get into the transfer portal updates on the 40 acres uh, right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9.